started as a question. God, you created marriage. Can you make it work? Soon became a statement. God, you created marriage. You can make it work. Thank you for joining us on the Christian Family Life Podcast, where we get into the good, the bad, and the ugly in our marriage relationships and mind God's word to see what it has to say about it. Welcome to another recording of our Christian Family Life Podcast. Roland and Tammy Martinez here with Ryan and Ashley Cook. Ryan is our Vice President of Domestic Ministries. Uh, the Lord brought Ryan and Ashley on the team a little over a year ago uh, with the, the desire to come together and realize a vision of expanding the To Becoming One Faith principles and the message of faith love uh, in each community and each church, uh, specifically here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And so we've been excited to see their journey uh, in being part of the team and so want to give our Christian life, Christian family life family an opportunity to get to know them. So let's jump right in, uh, Ryan and Ashley. Yeah. Welcome. Hi, Thank guys. You. So glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you, Roland. Uh, yeah, so we're going to kick off with how we met. So we're going to let everybody know that little story. We debated about how much detail to give. And of course, I'm an over-detailer, and my wife has to give me the speed it up thing. So I'll, I'll, I'll try not to fall into that. So so I uh, I grew up in Houston, Texas, and uh, ended up going to, the school, to, to uh, school at the University of Tulsa in Oklahoma, where my wife was from that area. So we met at uh, the University of Tulsa. And uh, so we we met uh, spring, January of our freshman year in college. Mm-hmm. And Ashley was uh, working on a project with my next door neighbor. And uh, I heard a female voice outside. I was like, hmm, let me go see what that is. So, oh, Ashley was at love at first sight. Here he was, this like unbelievable masculine football well, player. I, yeah. I was, I was His pretty. size was impressive. I have to admit. Um, <laughs> I, I've always been drawn to, you know, big masculine men. No, yeah. um, he, uh, I think the one thing that struck me when I first saw him is that when he smiles, his eyes disappear. And so I remember like him smiling at me and he came out and I was like, oh, how cute. His eyes disappear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was uh, January in Tulsa, which I had never experienced like winters before being from Houston. So she she was all bundled up, you know, and I just remember seeing her green eyes. I was like, man, those are some sweet looking eyes right there. Anyway, so we hit, you know, we saw each other a few times, you know, after that. And then uh, we met again at, uh, at the, at the school, uh, lunch spot or like the meal the cafeteria. cafeteria. And, uh, Ashley was like, Hey, how about I give you my number? <laughs> so wow. You didn't even have to ask for it. Didn't have to work for it, wow. man. It was well, was, what can I say? It worked. Yeah, so. <laughs> I don't necessarily promote that, yeah. but <laughs> and I won't go into every detail. But uh, but we we talked and then we set up a, a date. And I nice. Had, Let me just interject. Yeah. That that's a good point for any single ladies watching. <laughs> you, you don't just come right out and give your number, but you offer. Yeah. Hey, would like, you like? Would my you number? like? Yeah. I think guys need that little yeah. prompting. And I said, I said sure. And then I called her like that evening. Like I was like, I'm, I'm gonna. Which I'm was gonna impressive because yeah. I didn't expect to call yeah. that quickly. Yeah. So the the funny part though is that uh, when we finally set up to go on a date, I had accidentally like double booked myself on another oh, date, no. and so I was going to yeah. go, I was going to cancel on <laughs> Ashley and go on this other date, and then that date ended up canceling on me. And so we went out on our first date and it was on that date that the Lord really, you know, showed us, kind of revealed to us like, Hey, this, I mean, it was, it was a cool story. It's a, it was our first date, like 
you're going to marry this person mm. kind of moment. Wow. So, and here we are coming up on, uh, working on our 20th year. We're coming, well, it's 19 years so far. Next June, it'll be year 20. So, mm-hmm. yep. Big, big deal. Big deal. That's how we met. So we met as co- at college, Very freshman, nice. freshman year. So tell us about, um, when God called you into ministry. So we were living in Colorado at the time, mm-hmm. um, which was a dream. You know, we were, <laughs> we were really loving it there. And um, I noticed, I mean, we've always been, you know, I've been to the, all through college and stuff. We were heavily involved in ministry and, and reaching our fellow college students and just learn about discipleship. And um, so we always knew that, like, ministry would be part of our lives, even if it was, you know, as a layperson and just as a member of the church and um, so, but uh, we were working regular jobs and secular jobs and, um, in Colorado and I noticed he starts getting more antsy and more antsy and, um, mm-hmm. started to feel like that call to ministry. And She's being kind. She calls it my grumpy phase because <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was like, I was restless with what I was doing and I was like, I was kind of, and probably many of, many of the mm-hmm. listeners, you know, have asked the question of. Is, is this it? You know, is that kind of the question of, is this what I'm supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Is this, is this really what God's calling me to or really how I'm wired? Is this the yeah. best application of what God's, you know, given, you know, put in me, uh, to, uh, to, you know, glorify him. So now I was just wrestling with that question, but yeah. I was grumpy in my wrestling. So yes, <laughs> yes, I didn't say it. He said it. So, um, <laughs> So I guess the short version is just, you know, he really, we, but he specifically really started pressing in and seeking counsel from people who were in ministry, people that had, could speak into our lives and we had given the freedom to do that. And, um, just God really started to confirm the call for full-time ministry, um, through various ways. And then, um, we ended up moving to Texas, um, for, to take a ministry position and little did we know we would end up being there for 16 years, 16 years. um, wow. and yeah. a couple of different churches there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and through that, like lots of, lots of hard things happen, lots of good things happen. We learned a lot. And, um, one thing, uh, that is kind of connects to why we ended up with Christian family life is that, you know, we went through a lot of really, really tough marriage stuff. We both come from very broken families. Um, we come from like, how many divorces did we count up in our, nine, like, yeah, like nine divorces in our immediate family. And so, um, we went, really went through it. We both had a lot of baggage that we brought into our marriage. A lot of it was unprocessed. So then we got the fun job of processing through it mm-hmm. <laughs> in marriage. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You guys hit on, on a couple different things. I think about the call to ministry and I would imagine that there's people listening, wondering if they're called to ministry mm-hmm. and they're working a secular job. I'd imagine there's other people in ministry wondering if they should be there. And I remember, I didn't quite understand it at the time when I was in school, but I remember uh, a Bible professor saying to those that are feeling called to vocational ministry was if you could do anything else, do it. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like there was uh, there was a tension mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. were working in the secular world, feeling like this pull to ministry. And I think about people in ministry that maybe feel the pull away mm-hmm. and feel like they could be okay doing that. And I think the great thing is, is we just pursue God's call in our lives. Yeah. Uh, and you need solid lay people uh, mm-hmm. that will model what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how you guys grew up, but sometimes you get into environments where you feel like, man, the only way to really be on fire for Jesus is if 
you're in vocational ministry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case at all. Mm-hmm. But then you started to... And it uh, can change, right? Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't mean just because you're in vocational ministry, that's what you're going to do the whole rest of your life mm-hmm. or vice versa, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. I think there's great freedom mm-hmm. in what the Lord's doing in our lives. Uh, so you, you alluded to it a little bit. I, I think it's interesting how our paths crossed. Mm-hmm what the Lord did before you even knew Christian family life existed right. to then here you are. And, and in the middle of COVID, by the way, I'm sure you'll probably mm-hmm. mention something about that mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> as well. So leaving, leaving Houston and, and coming to Charlotte. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I had, uh, I was interviewing for a senior pastor position at a church in, in Montana. And uh, we kind of got down to the finalist, you know, top, two guys and and didn't get it they they picked the other guy and we were we were stepping away from uh the last church that we had served at and just kind of you know knew that god was calling us to do something else and so we, we were just kind of like okay lord what is that and we thought it was this deal in montana and it didn't end up being so uh we, we got a call from one of the guys on the search committee at the church in montana and he said, uh, he said, Hey man, I, my, my parents had started this marriage ministry like years ago. And then this guy was Todd Meredith. So Don and Sally's son. And I, I, you know, you know, Christian family life doesn't have a huge presence in Texas. Like I had never heard of it. Uh, you know, and so I'm like, not oh, yet, not yet. No, <laughs> not yet. We're getting there. Uh, but I, I, uh, so he was like, Hey, I'm going to have this guy Roland give you a call and just see if there's something there, you know? And I was like, okay, whatever. You know, like I, it was just like, sure cool, give him my number. So anyway, so Roland and I talked on that Monday, and this is all kind of coming to a head. This is the end of January in 2019. Mm-hmm. And 2019 2020. 2020. Uh, yeah, before everything went you know crazy with COVID. Anyway, so, so Roland and I started talking on that Monday, and he was just sharing the heart of Christian family life and faith, love, and you know all the things that, as Ashley had mentioned, we had journeyed through in our own uh, just healing and and our own freedom journey in in our marriage, uh, and that was really the the big catalyst for me personally was moving from an understanding of God's love as a performance love to a faith love, an unconditional love. And so anyway, so we're just talking through these principles, and and uh, I'm like, man, there's a lot of alignment here, like a lot of what God's been doing in us, and and uh, so I'm like, okay, and then and then Roland was like. But yeah, because there's like there's you know not always a but, but sometimes there's a but, and so this but was it's a parachurch, you know, like nonprofit, and so you have to raise your own support, and so and you know, 16 years full time on staff, you know, salaried positions, we were like, oh, it was kind of like okay, and so but didn't you know didn't like rule it out completely. It didn't run away. No, it didn't no. run away, but it was still like, hmm. So we kind of, it, it all came to a head for us uh, really that same week. So I mean, literally like four days after I first ever talked to to Roland, we're praying because I'm that day I was like leaving my church. I was, you know, we were, you know, packed stepping the boxes, out stepping out in faith, didn't, didn't have a spot to go. And so, uh, so we prayed this, this Gideon type prayer that Thursday morning and just asked the Lord to show us. And really, you know, we're like, okay, Lord, like it, it, the money thing seems to be the, really the only thing that would hold us back. And so like, God, would you, would you show us that you'll provide for us in this way to be able to go do this, you know, support raising kind of role. 
And, uh, and so I, I asked the Lord specifically, because sometimes you can do that. I was like, Lord, like, if, if you'll send us, and it was so funny when I say this, but I was like, if, God, if you'll send us some money, like, and I didn't even really know the amount. I was like, $500. Like, no, Lord, send us $1,000. If you'd send us $1,000, like, unsolicited, like, I'm no, we're not going to ask, we're not going to say anything. We're just, Lord, if you just put it on somebody's heart to do that, then we'll take that as, as a sign that you want us to go do Christian family life. And we're like, okay, amen. I mean, we had, you know, no idea. You know, it's just like, Lord, like, if you could do that, cool. Mm-hmm. And in l- less than 12 hours, the Lord answered our prayer. And a, and a couple at the church that we were leaving gave me a goodbye card as literally as I was packing up my office to leave the building. And, and uh, when we got home that night, I opened that card, and inside was a check for $5,000. Mm. And I remember opening it up and just like staring in disbelief, like, no way. Like, kind of, and, and I called Ashley over, and you know, we had just gone through like a pretty tough season, and, and uh, so we just both just start weeping. And <laughs> I called Roland, and mm-hmm. I was like, dude, we've got to talk. And so we mm-hmm. FaceTimed at like 10 o'clock that night. Yes. And I told you that story, and I was like, and so we're, I was like, <laughs> and I go, I know we just met, and you don't know me from anybody, but mm-hmm. apparently we're coming to Charlotte because that's, <laughs> that's what the Lord's wanting us to do. So. Yes. That's about as quick a version of that story as I can tell. And and that's the January, February time frame. So little did we know what would be coming up at March. (laughs) At the end of March, going into April of Mm -hmm. of 2020. Mm -hmm. So pretty, pretty amazing. You know, we have this tendency to go unbelievable, Mm -hmm. but yet in God's economy, believable. Yeah. For Him to affirm what it is that He impresses on our heart. Yeah. Uh, Ryan and Ashley. I want you to tell us a little bit about your role with CFL, but before you do that, I want to say this. Uh, I'm so thankful for the way that you guys love Jesus, your desire to make Jesus known. And as you described your call into ministry, that that's really what drove you there, is the difference that God made in your life through the sacrifice of His Son Jesus and your desire to point others to him and to see them enter into that kind of a relationship. Uh, I love your love and commitment to each other. And as you alluded to your story and what God did in preparing you for the role that you're in with Christian family life, uh, I, I love the, the parents that you are and, and your love for your children. And so as we sit here, we realize that the, the, only, the only perfect person is God himself. So we bring all of our imperfections, and that's really what it means to move from performance to faith. So as I say those things, it's not that any of us uh, feel like we're in this perfect position, but it's that pointing to Jesus. And you do that in your individual lives, you, you do that as a couple, and you do that as a family. And so we're really thankful to, to have you on the team. But talk to us a little bit about your, your role and really in regards to two things. Number one, the, the, the training of marriage disciples domestically, and then your burden for couples in crisis, mm. communicating hope to them, communicating that they're not alone, and seeing marriages rescued. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for us trying to get our heads around, as you mentioned, Roland, our you know title of, of 
you know, vice president of domestic ministries. So that's, that's a, that's a big enchilada, right? So, uh, just trying to understand, you know, the, the, what did I say? Enchilada. I'm just, yeah. I'm just laughing. Cause <laughs> did you not like my analogy? No, yeah. I just, he's he, anyway. <laughs> Sometimes she teases me for my. Uh, I feel like we should have chips and salsa, bro. Right now, my know. old man saying, like, yeah. well, because I feel like we've got this whole Hispanic connection within the ministry, and so it would just made it funny that we were like the domestic and the international, and anyway, just yes. in my head, it, I yes. went down that that train. So. Yes. So. Enchilada. Yeah. So yes. it's, a, it's a big enchilada, right? So, <laughs> so trying to understand, you know, the history because there's so much. I mean, we're it's 50th year of CFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's it's been around a long time. So trying to understand, you know, what what's been done and kind of the vision forward, and then how to just kind of get your mind around it. And um, so it's been a lot of just understanding and trying to gain better understanding and try to see where the things are that we can, you know, just kind of help tighten up so that we can really position ourselves mm-hmm. to have a lot of growth because there's so much, uh, there's so much need, uh, you know, especially because of COVID, like the the you know the crisis point for marriages is just it's higher than it's been in a long time Mm -hmm. and so so really feel like our our job has been the last year of of kind of getting our harm our arms our hearts our minds around the the material itself because again you know uh you guys have been you know exposed to the material for a long time you know geo and Susie, our other vp there they've processed the material a long time like we read the book for the first time like less than a year ago and and i and it was it was funny and i tell when i tell people our story I'm like, you know, like, I mean, I, yeah, I tell them the, the check story about God's calling us to, to, to do this. And, uh, and I'm like, okay, so we stepped in faith. And then I read the book and I was like, sweet. I was like, the book is like good. You know, I was like, cause you know, cause you could have been like, okay, like, you know, like it could have been kind of a downer, you know, but it was actually like really, really good principles. And, uh, you know, and I tell people all the time, like it's one of the best marriage books that I've read. Uh, and then when you, when you learn just how, how old it is, I mean, obviously it's been, you know, revised a couple of times, but, uh, it's just the timelessness of the scriptures and the principles that get pulled out of it. So anyway, so all that to say, we're really seeing uh, the last year and some change has been a lot of foundation laying, a lot of understanding, a lot of you know, like getting our heads around where, where we are and really getting a vision for where we can go. So uh, excited for this fall. We have some really cool things coming up and, and some stuff that's going to come online in the next year. And so uh, so anticipating a lot of explosive growth. And so just mm-hmm. been kind of, uh, you know, actually you've been doing a lot of gardening, just like a lot of preparing the ground and getting everything mm-hmm. kind of ready and the soil is prepared. And so we're ready to really start growing so well and to address your second part of your question is um you know ryan and i have gone through a lot of marriage stuff um really hard really hard times and that there's been you know we reached a point several years ago where we weren't sure we were going to make it Mm -hmm. you know and i think that marriages are always under attack because the enemy hates marriage you know because we best reflect the trinity you know in our marriage Mm -hmm. and um and I think it's even just gotten worse under COVID, you know, mm-hmm. stuff that people could push aside and ignore came to the forefront whenever you're forced to be around each other 24 seven, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think that one thing that's always been true of Ryan and I has been that we're nothing if not real and authentic, mm-hmm. and we're not afraid to share the struggles and the hardships. And so, um, you know, I think that in preparing us for this ministry, you know, he's in his goodness, 
revealed all those things and that we needed to that needed to be cleaned out you know mm-hmm. um so that we could be in a healthier place but also so that we can relate to people no matter what they're going through mm-hmm. you know in their marriage and i mean not that we've arrived because we don't we haven't we got into a disagreement yesterday because we had a miscommunication about doing this podcast. So <laughs> keeping it real. Um, and by miscommunication, there was no communication from me. So, hey, I own it. Yeah. Oh, wow. I was like, you scheduled us to record a podcast tomorrow <laughs> on the first day of school? Like, okay. So, In my defense, we'd been traveling and we're getting ready for school. So, so anyway, right. but, you know, we're 19 years of marriage and still working on communication. And, you yes. know, so just all that to say is that we can, um, we can um, mm-hmm. relate to mm-hmm. what's going on and no matter who's going, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Yeah. So we, I, the goal hopefully is that, you know, we'll be able to help more and more people who are walking through the same things. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that, uh, you know, we had gone through and some of the things that the Lord had, has taught us and, uh, you know, I use this word freedom, like this freedom language, you know, how, how we get ourselves caught up in, you know, just struggles and strongholds and things that, that happen from early on. Some of those things that we have learned uh, in our own journey really see a great fit for uh, the you know the, the faith principles in two B one and uh, the the ability to kind of expand that into some real specific crisis marriage material that that uh, we're kind of dreaming about and and hoping to uh, to engage in in um, in creating in the years ahead. So so yeah so that so just that whole that whole piece of the, the, of the crisis marriage and reconciliation and freedom and healing. Uh, it's our story. It's our story. And we, we definitely believe that that is part of why God's brought us to CFL is to see that, that piece of the ministry really flourish. Yes. That's good. It's good. Well, I know that just hearing your story and how you feel like the Lord really prepared you for what you were going to do even prior to finding out about this position, um, mm-hmm. that was very, that was very much our story. We had gotten to a point, in fact, when we moved to North Carolina, it's time to just be real. We are quietly struggling in ministry in our own marriage. And so I really feel like that was preparation for us to get to, to come to come to meet to come to North Carolina to meet Don and Sally, for Roland to go to Cuba and all of those things and and the Lord used it um, because we were broken, we were we were struggling, and here Should we are. Should we be saying that right now? <laughs> <laughs> of course, safe place. It's, it's a safe it's place. It's safe now. <laughs> but um, so knowing that that that's what the Lord did in your life as well. But um, so your exposure to the two becoming one material. Um, what have you found to be the faith principle that has most impacted your marriage? Um. It's hard to choose one. It's yeah. like, how do you choose your favorite ch- child? No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, <laughs> um, no, obviously, so all of them have a really essential role, right, in having a healthy marriage. But I think for me, and this sounds so basic, but it's just the role of the Holy Spirit in our mm-hmm. marriage. Um, because I think that it's really easy to get wrapped in all the self-help stuff I did I do this checking the list of all the Mm. things you know and I think that um it's it's you lose that side of the only reason that marriage works is because God makes it work through his Holy Spirit you know and that you know no matter what you're facing like whatever it is like God will not only 
transform you and change your heart and your actions and your thoughts and your, you know, all of who you are, but also he's going to do that for your spouse as well. Mm -hmm. And that only he can do that. You can't change your spouse, you know, only the Lord can change him or her. And so I feel like it's easy to lose sight of just the importance and essential, like that his core is, is that the Holy Spirit has to work in moving your marriage. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, and that's one of the things that I love about the 2B1 book is that it it spends so much time on just the power of the Holy Spirit. Like, I've, mm-hmm. you know, it's so critical. Um, I think, too, uh, if I had to pick a second one, because I think that would probably be my first, if I had to pick a second one that just shows up regularly is is uh, love and blessing. You know, the only mm-hmm. the only two forces of change <laughs> is active force of love, reactive force of blessing. Mm-hmm. And for years I had implemented like criticism and judgment mm-hmm. and f- for some reason that didn't work. Uh, His bulldozing. Yeah, like you know, I was like if I just on. if I just, you know, point out all the issues and then like help to hold you accountable. And if you can't tell I'm making the air quote signs here, you know, like that's <laughs> that's going to, that's going to do it. And it has the opposite effect. It does not, it does not become one with your spouse. It, it creates two-ness versus oneness. Uh, and so, so, uh, so I, and I, I feel that like when I, whenever we're having an issue and I, I have to, you know, through the power of the Holy Spirit, step out of the flesh into the spirit and go, okay, like my flesh right now wants to be like, but if I will love and bless, you know, to speak blessing, even in the midst of frustration or irritation or a conflict, uh, it, it, it works. There's this, this disarming, uh, you know, kind of calming, you know, brings peace kind of, kind of, it's amazing to watch it work and I, and I can tell when I've like, Oh yeah. Like something like I have to go back. Oh yeah. Love and blessing, love and blessing. You know, so like kind of kick back into it uh, until it becomes what comes out of you. But that's, that's probably, you know, on a, on the regular walking in the power of the spirit and really trying to implement love and blessing are huge for us. Love it. I agree. Mm. So good. So it's August, 2021. What events are coming up? So we have uh, some some trainings that we're doing, some some Zoom trainings for our marriage disciples. So that's going to be available. Um, I think I think the first one's going to kick off this Wednesday, but uh, I think you know, there'll be still be a couple left, and we're going to re- uh, videotape those and put them on our leader portal. If you're not you know in our leader portal, it's free to sign up and jump in there. You can get there on our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just trying to produce some of those resources to kind of keep some ongoing training uh, for our marriage disciples. And then uh, another thing that we're really excited about is uh, is really trying to target uh, pastoral marriages. So uh, even even as we were getting to know Don and Sally over this last year, and uh, you know Sally just expressing their heart that that's you know always been kind of a target for them for Christian family life is 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 pastoral couples, pastoral marriages. Mm-hmm. So we've got four two becoming one Zoom studies through through the material just for pastoral couples Mm -hmm. so that's going to kick off in the middle of september and it's going to you know run for the eight weeks you know nine weeks kind of give or take um how many weeks you uh, can how you start and Mm -hmm. you you get all that anyway so uh but just really really um uh, see the strategy in that like strengthening pastoral marriages uh because you know healthy healthy marriages healthy ministries 
and, and, you know, as hard as COVID has been on regular folk, like the, the pastoral leadership, the decisions they've had to make mm-hmm. to, to meet in person, to meet online, to masks, to unmask, all these different things. I mean, they have been, they've been getting blasted, you know, like I've, I've talked to a lot of pastors over the last year. And I mean, it's been for many of them, the toughest season mm-hmm. of ministry that they've had because you're, you've got such strong opinions on either side of the scale of these decisions. So, so just want to pour into pastors and their, and Give their them a marriages, safe place, be yes. able to work through things, to talk yeah. through issues and because they don't always have a safe place to share that. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to be able to support them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that that's probably the the biggest thing that's going to be happening in this fall. And then we have a couple of cool events like our 50th uh, anniversary celebration and the Top Golf event. And mm-hmm. We'll be back in Houston in December for uh, another uh, kind of fundraiser event. You know, Top Golf get to see a lot of couples and and uh, hang out there. So um, that's kind of the fall shaping up. Yeah, and all those details you can find on our website christianfamilylife.com mm-hmm. uh, as a ministry that focuses on the marriage relationship. It's about the relationship we have with the Lord, but then also all of the relationships that ripple out of our marriage. And so through the training, whether virtual or live, through the small groups that we're going to do with pastoral couples, to celebrating our 50th anniversary and other events like that, our desire is really to connect with our Christian family life family. Mm-hmm. And so we are asking that you would connect with us. And uh, that's why we're doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. That's why we're bringing Ryan and Ashley in and wanting to just give you some insight to, to get to know all of us yeah. a little better. And so Ryan and Ashley can't thank you enough uh, for your role in Christian family life and taking that leap of faith uh, to be part of the team here. Uh, thankful for God and the way that he orchestrated all of that. And then for sharing your story today, I think a lot of people walk away with a lot of great uh, insight uh, in regards to being someone that loves the Lord more and loves their spouse more uh, and just getting to know you guys better as well. So thank you. Look forward to the next time that we connect on our podcast. Thank you for tuning into the Christian Family Life Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. To learn more about the ministry, visit our website, christianfamilylife.com. There, you can subscribe to our newsletter and find all of our social media links where we offer resources to help strengthen your marriage. Until next time, remember, God created marriage. He can make it work.